The times at Peloton have been very interesting. Over the last six months, we've seen its share price skyrocket, fall. They've had to usher in a new CEO uh, as uh, the, the former CEO was, was ushered out of the company in response to a lot of the performance and uh, logistical issues that Peloton was facing. And so when this story came across my desk this morning, I thought, what an interesting way to go about doing pricing strategy. And so what Peloton is, is going to be doing starting June 1 is it's going to be implementing a new strategy to which it wants to use to achieve some, some sort of scale. And uh, it's a big, bold move uh, on behalf of the new CEO, uh, which I think new CEOs typically will do something like this. Um, but the it, the details are as follows. So the monthly fee for Peloton goes from about 39 a month to 44 a month. And then I think over a long enough time horizon, a lot of the hardware costs are going to come down. So a lot of the, the bikes, the treadmills, those kinds of things are, are going to get cheaper. Um, and so it's a shift in strategy away from making money on the hardware and then uh, grabbing a bit more incremental revenue on the software side or, or the uh, where the marginal cost is a little bit lower, uh, to speak economically. Now, I'll caveat everything I'll say here by by saying first that this is really just one take on on how to do pricing strategy, and and it's it's really just a reaction to what I saw uh, this morning. Uh, I'm also a Peloton customer, so I think there's there's a little bit of, of bias going on there. But I think the fundamentals should still be sound from a marketing perspective. So. One of the issues that I have with with doing this, with raising prices and, and changing strategy, is that what it does is it it rewards future customers, right? If you if the, if you make the the bigger purchase, which is the the bike, which you know those things can run to the thousands of dollars. If you take that away and you make that incentive a little bit higher for new customers, um, you know, and, and then of course the flip side is you raise subscription a little bit, but there's a little bit more incentive to become a Peloton customer if you don't have that upfront cost of paying thousands of dollars for the bike. So that makes the future customer benefit. But what happens to your existing customers who are still locked into having paid that that larger upfront cost for the bike, uh, who have been paying $39 a month and now have to pay $44 a month on top of whatever they paid for the bike or if they're still paying for the bike, whatever they're still paying for the bike. I think there, there's a trade-off there that from a marketing perspective or a strategy perspective, I think isn't the only way to go about it. There's a trade-off there that, that I think needs to be examined a little bit more. I'll, I'll explain why. So there's a concept here called crossing the chasm. It's one of the first things that you learn in in, in marketing school and business school uh, when it comes to marketing strategy. And it's the idea that um, picture a, a normal distribution and then draw a little gap, basically about a third in on the, from the left-hand side. And that gap is called the chasm, and, and most companies spend a lot of time on the left-hand side of the normal distribution in the in what's called the early market, where they're going from building product, building product, becoming this innovator in the space, and then figuring out, okay, we've got early adopters. Who can we bring on as an early adopter? I think uh, Apple had a lot of these in terms of evangelists early early on in the in their life cycle. Successful companies cross this chasm from being able to attract early adopters to being able to get what's called an early majority. So uh, a more critical mass of, of customers, um, but that being able to get the early adopters and make that jump is what gets you to scale. 
Peloton as a publicly listed company, I think, has achieved that scale. So, you know, we can say all we want about strategies over the last 24 months or whether it should should or should not be a public company. But the number of customers it has means that it's probably jumped from early adopters to early majority, maybe even entering late majority. If you look at the, the, the chasm chart that's on screen right now. And what I think they're doing is saying, okay, let's capitalize on having achieved some level of scale, the mainstream market, by raising subscription costs, which is great, of course, because the marginal cost for them to deliver the service, I think, is, is, is low. Uh, granted, of course, it costs a lot of money to come up with content, but we're not talking Netflix here where it's, it's kind of, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars to, to come up with shows and things. It's, it's still workout uh, content, so it's, it's not that much, relatively speaking. So the idea that then you want to go look back down on the bottom of the chart and say, okay, I'm going to go and not punish, but neglect the early adopters and neglect the people that came onto the company early by raising prices for them in addition to everybody who's going to be onboarding now, I think is not appreciating how difficult it is to attract those early adopters and then keep them on as, as fans of your company long-term. There's a brand equity element here too that I think is getting getting a little bit diluted or getting a little bit lost. And so one that would be kind of the main takeaway or the main thought I wanted to, to discuss. The, the one tactic to be prescriptive about what to do next, I'd say, uh, customers shouldn't be the ones who foot the bill for the ambitions of a CEO or the ambitions of a of a company, right? Like uh, customers should benefit from the product. There should be consumer surplus. If you, again, you want to talk uh, economically, that outweighs the hurdle of, of becoming a customer. And so, when the, a new CEO comes into a company and says, "Okay, I, I, we want to achieve." scale we want to do all these things those things should come as a result of value added provided to the customer versus let's charge the customer for the ambitions that we have right the business model has to support the ambition not uh not the other way around and so that's kind of the 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 main friction that i have when seeing this this new pricing structure what i think you know, and, and having not done the unit economics, what I think should be done going forward is if you want to charge a, a bigger subscription service or a bigger subscription fee, charge it to the customers who are going to be onboarded now. Appreciate the older customers and keep them at their grandfathered rates. Keep the, you know, if, if they're still paying for bikes or whatever, keep those rates too. I mean, I think people have adapted, the at least the early adopters, to what the cost structure is to, to be a Peloton member. It shouldn't be more... Uh, it shouldn't be you shouldn't place a premium on being a Peloton member if you're an early adopter. And then everybody going forward gets to gets to capitalize on this new ambition towards scale and all this new stuff, lower bike prices, uh, higher subscription fee, greater content. But I think there needs to be an appreciation from a marketing perspective, at least uh, how hard it is to cross that chasm as a business. And the fact that they have crossed that chasm means that they provided value in the past to customers that I think that they, um, and then customers in the past have appreciated the business enough to support it through that chasm phase, which is hard as a business. So most businesses fail going from early market to mainstream market because that chasm cannot be crossed. So that would be my, my, my early thoughts on, on this story. And then also to try to be prescriptive about what to do going forward. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section below about 
what you think about the uh, Peloton pricing, the the new strategy, and then also if uh, if my take is wrong, because I'd, I'd appreciate hearing that too. <laughs>